Global Business News 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. The tough climate for TV networks continued to weigh on the Walt Disney Company last quarter. Sales came up short because of weaker revenue at channels including ESPN. After the bell, Hertz Global Holdings reported a quarterly loss that was deeper than analysts projected, while signaling confidence it's starting to fix operational issues that have left the rental car company vulnerable to the encroachment of ride-hailing companies. The U.S. stock market's pattern of bouncing back after incendiary news out of Washington lapsed today. Those threats against North Korea sent the S&P 500 index down through the close. Selling started about 30 minutes ahead of the closing bell. The S&P down 6 to 24.74, down two-tenths of 1%. The Dow dropped 33, also down two-tenths of 1%. NASDAQ was down 13, down two-tenths of 1%. The tenure down 230 seconds with a yield of 2.26%. Gold up 240 the ounce to 12.63, up two-tenths of 1%. West Texas Intermediate Crude down seven-tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. This is your Bloomberg Real Estate Report. I'm Denise Pellegrini. Morgan Stanley has been forecasting Chinese overseas property investment could slump dramatically thanks to Chinese curbs on foreign investment. And this may already be starting to play out in Manhattan, for example. We are, in general, finding a little bit of reduction in Chinese buyers. Diane Ramirez is chairman and CEO at Halstead Real Estate. The real pause is at the high end. But Ramirez says under a certain price level, Chinese investors are still in interested. The general 3 million and under buyer is still very much interested in Manhattan, of course, you know, other international cities as well. But what we're seeing is they're willing to wait. They really want to find the property that is what they're looking for, and they do not necessarily have any urgency to find it. Bloomberg Gadfly reports some Chinese investors already have money outside the country they may want to deploy. And that's your Bloomberg Real Estate Report. I'm Denise Pellegrini. You're listening to Bloomberg Markets with Carol Mazur and Corey Johnson on Bloomberg Radio. Adam and Mbar joins us right now. Adam Mbar is the CEO and co-founder of the Flatiron School, who is uh, taking a real close look at the world of coding and teaching coding. Uh, Adam, uh, coding boot camps, uh, who are you focused on getting in there to learn to code? What's your ideal student? Uh, really anybody. We've had students ranging from uh, Harvard PhDs to uh, specific programs we've run for low-income students without a college degree. Um, coding is exploding in popularity. Employers uh, cannot find enough people with this skill set. Uh, and uh, we provide intensive programs that take anybody who has a real strong desire to enter the field and through a really short but really intensive program, uh, get them to a place where they can be employable as a software engineer. So there was a point where I wanted to learn Python, and I went online, found a free course, wrote the code for Hello World, which, Adam, I'm sure you know what it is, but to anyone who doesn't, it's probably the easiest code to write. I'm pretty sure they teach it in elementary school now, uh, so perhaps my pride should have been tempered that I was able to write it. <laughs> but, I mean, that that is a thing. You can go online, find a free course. So why is it uh, these coding boot camps, uh, which, of course, is a, quite a booming industry that you have to pay money? Money for uh, you know what's what's the purpose there? Why is that better than something I can just uh, pull up on Google essentially and, and do myself? Uh, it might not be. You know, I, I compare it a lot to the fitness industry. 
uh, at the end of the day, if you really want to get fit, all you need is a pair of sneakers. And you can run outside and do push-ups and pull-ups and jumping jacks and, and get really fit. Uh, some people thrive in an environment where uh, they have access to equipment and are surrounded by other people with similar goals and they join the gym. Some people want a little bit more structure and they might join something like CrossFit or SoulCycle. And some people really just need to get away and immerse themselves in it and they maybe go to a yoga retreat. Uh, at the end of the day, there's no right or wrong way to get fit. It's whatever brings the best out of you and helps you get to your goal. Uh, I think education is very similar. There's no such thing as a one-size-fits-all solution in education. Some people learn best alone, boarded up in their room, just reading books. Some people want uh, uh, the structure of a course, and they might take an online course or an in-person course. And somebody want, some people want a really intense environment where they can do this effectively and quickly, and that's what we provide. Um, it's, it's definitely about knowing yourself and what your best learning style is. Uh, although one caveat to that is, you know, um, perhaps a little bit different than fitness, um, coding is very much a team sport. It's a very collaborative activity. So at some point, whether you're learning online uh, or learning um, in our environment, you do have to find a way to work with other people and get that experience and know what it's like to build something as part of a team. Uh, but really, uh, what we're trying to do is provide a an efficient style of education for a specific type of person, um, and I think that's why we're successful because we because we recognize that not everybody learns in the same way, and this is a great way to learn for the right person that's going to get the most out of it. So, it's a three month program. Uh, what does it cost? The three month program costs fifteen thousand um, dollars. It's fifteen weeks actually. Students are expected to be 15, here. Fifteen thousand dollars as U.S. That's correct. I'm <laughs> yes, I knew it was U.S. Um, um, so, for fifteen grand. Is my life going to be better after I spend the fifteen grand and learn to code? Uh, well, I mean, take the fifteen grand out of the equation and, and ask yourself if your life is going to be better. I'll take it out if you take it out. Take it out. It's, it's, no, but, <laughs> well, but seriously, I think, I think no. That is that is the fundamental question. I think when we think about education, I think about the purpose of education uh, being to put people on a path towards a better life, and that could mean anything. Right. Um, as far as we're concerned, the, the what we're trying to give people is a path to a meaningful and lucrative career. So we publish independently audited jobs reports. You can download them on our website. We have CPAs look through all of the outcomes. Um, and 97% of our students in our most recent outcomes report have found employment. Uh, the average starting salaries are pretty impressive in this field. And... Uh, we, we're pretty direct about that value proposition. Now, you know, if you compare that or look at the kind of average university experience, there's a lot more that they're claiming to offer, right? It's not just about getting a job. It's about learning critical thinking and learning about the world and learning how to be a better citizen and all kinds of other great stuff. Um, and I, we tremendously value the liberal arts here. At the same time, when you look at the average cost of college, um, which has been skyrocketing. I think it's been 5X inflation for the past 20 years. Uh, and you look at the average outcome, which is uh, college graduates have a lower employment rate than they used to and a lower average starting salary. Uh, the question is, is all that stuff really giving you a better life? Um, uh, so, you know, we don't pretend to replace a college education or provide you with all of that, the benefit of liberal arts education and, and all of that great stuff. But fundamentally, if you are looking to start a career and you know that you want to be a software engineer, and, and that is a big part of our admissions process, we today admit 
less than 10% of people who apply. Um, well, let me, let, me, that is, let me ask something different here. So, yeah. and I've, I've had this discussion, I had this discussion, which, wait, wait, I'm going to name drop. Ready? Danny Berger, ready? ready name drop. It. Coming. It's coming. You ready for the name drop? You ready for the name drop? I was talking to Cheryl Sandberg the other day. Good name drop. CEO of Facebook. It was actually about two years ago. And, and I said, do I really want my daughters to learn to code? Like, honestly, do I want them staring at a black screen and typing in numbers and drinking Mountain Dew all night and eating Doritos? Like, is that the future I want for them? So explain to me why I want to imagine a career as a coder. So there are two answers to that question as they relate to your daughter. Um, I have two girls myself, by the way, so I think about this a lot. Yeah. Um, so, first of all, there is a giant misconception of what programming is. Well, like I said earlier, it is very much a collaborative team sport. The reason you have that image in your head of the person alone sitting at a screen with a Mountain Dew is because these technologies, these things have never been taught in school. And so the only people who traditionally learned these skills are the ones who were autodidacts, who were willing to sit up at night and tinker all alone and just teach it for themselves. And that's created uh, a perception of what a programmer is. And that's not really true. And when you go into a field, for the field, you realize how collaborative it is. That's one. Two, that is actually a bigger question. State by state in the country... And we're running out of time here. Yeah. We're running out of time. Adam Embar is the CEO of the Flatiron School. I really appreciate your time, Adam Embar, uh, uh, talking coding. Danny Berger, thank you so much. So much fun to do the show with you. Danny Berger from Bloomberg News. Bellas. Appreciate it. Wonderful to be here, Corey.